I was off a stepladder the other day painting my um, porch, and it was like not very high stepladder. I got vertigo. I had to get down. <laughs> that sounds like Joe. I have to stand behind Joe and hold his leg. I got really dizzy, and I was like, "Oh God!" And Mike was like, "Get on with it." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm so grey now. Yeah, but it looks amazing. You think? Silver streaks, silver fox. Right, mm. you're recording. Ready? Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chippy. I tried. <laughs> I really tried. I feel I should mention that I am on a very spinny stool and um, I'm making myself go dizzy. And that's what made Chippy laugh because as I did my intro, I spun round lavishly. <laughs> that's the wrong way. I embellished my oh, intro with a spin. Um, how's your week been? Good, good. I still have not bought myself a pair of wellies. I have got a conundrum because I'm trying to move away from skinny jeans. I'm moving more towards boyfriend jeans that are slightly baggier. I don't think mm-hmm. it's really nice with a pair of wellies so I'm thinking maybe ankle wellies oh for god's sake (laughs) (laughs) and I found a pair and they were it's not a conundrum it's not about looking good it's about walking the dog just tuck your jeans into your wellies get tall wellies it's gonna get muddy ankle wellies you'll get muddy trousers and then your boyfriend jeans which looked all cool will be all muddy just tuck yourself into your trousers into your wellies my mum says it's not a fashion show it's not walk. Tell her choppies with her. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so we are ten days away from the Christmas Day. I heard on the radio the other day that in eighty years there'll be no such thing as snow in the UK. That's depressing, isn't it? No such thing as a white Christmas. There you go. Let's cheer everyone up. <laughs> I mean, I felt bad about your forehead spot, and now I feel like you deserve it. Oh, I just bored Chippy. I've just twisted my knee, spinning. <laughs> Too much swinging. <laughs> Too much spinning. <laughs> I really have hurt it. I was just boring Chippy. I've got the most massive, colossal spot on my forehead, and it and it was it's basically ruined my life for the past ten days. Oh, can, we, can we just can what? we remember when from a pain perspective you couldn't even eat cheese. Yeah, I know. And, and I think the amount of dairy that I've consumed in the past two weeks, we've had ports. Yeah, no, and that's all down to Chippy. Chippy. Chippy and her, I can't say the word, niacinamide. Niacinamide. Now, first of all, we started off with azelaic acid. Yeah. And then, and then I've not, don't use that anymore. And I use niacinamide. So we started off with azelaic acid to help repair skin barrier, reduce redness. Yeah, help break out. Because for years I had abused my skin and scrubbed it and scrubbed it and scrubbed it, and I think I've broken down the protective barrier of my skin. Yeah, that's what everyone does with problem skin. They just want it clean, squeaky clean. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, my cinnamide, which is lovely. And now, it was last year that you got your first. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Christmas Stilton was it Stilton? Yes. I think it was. I have so a I've feeling been on you my were skin like... journey for two years. How weird is that? 
because um, I my first box from you arrived on Christmas Eve 2000 and yeah, and it, I remember and that. It sounds really weird, and it sounds, but people with problem skin will know that it does yeah. with your life. And I, I would wake up in the morning, the first thing I would do, like before I'd even turn the light on, would be going. And for those who can't see, I am touching my face, you know, to feel if any new spots had arrived. Yeah. Um, and now, if someone asks me, would you count yourself as having problem skin? I'd say no. Yeah. So I use. Um, so I think this spot is just pure stress. Yeah. Um, so I now use uh, niacinamide and um, Sotox, which is great. And it smells like posh bar and mm -hmm. um, cool balm, which reminds me, I do need to order some cool balm. And also the mask of Zen. Nice. Kit. My little gem What kit. cleanser are you using? Um, I, I don't know how to say it. Cerave. Cerave. Yeah. Nice. It's a smoothing one. Yep, doesn't work for everyone because it's got dimethicone in it. So if you have breakouts and you're using it, if you stop using it and you stop getting breakouts, it could be that you're reactive to dimethicone, which obviously Gemma is not. If you stop, oh right, I see, if you stop using it. And the so yeah, lots of people who have skin that wasn't unlike yours <clears throat> used to be. Mm -hmm. um, silicones can make people break out uh, cones. yeah anything with cone on the end but dimethicone if you put on a face cream and it feels really velvety and smooth that will be dimethicone making it feel velvety and smooth and that breaks a lot of people out so it breaks me out i get tiny little spots around the edge of my face oh, but some people are fine and i and, and i have to because i've got a really nice it cosmetics do a really lovely cc cream which is great but if I use it two days in a row, then I get the tiny spots. But if I use it just once, I'm okay. Ah, there, there we go. The, um, the spot chronicles over. <laughs> <laughs> so we are 10 days away from Christmas. So I thought, what better thing to talk about than ghosts? Gemma likes a Christmas ghost story. Because I think I've got a ghost. Did you get your sage? Yeah. Have you saged the house? Yeah, and the ghost. Have you piped? Have down. you saged? Yep. Good. I, I have. I promise. I went round. I went round the house and I spoke to it a little bit. I don't think it was in. That, and you see, okay. And this is where everyone will get an, a different insight into Gemma. So like, I've been. I've been. I've always been quite perceptive to ghosts or spirits. Like ever since I was a kid. Like mom, I used mm. to say really freaky things to my mum and like I can sense things. I always been able to sense things. And um, I didn't think there was anything here. No, I grew up in an arts and crafts house. And um, I always felt stuff. We, and I always felt stuff. My sister and I um, used to have to go past our spare bedroom if we needed to go to the loo in the night. And neither of us would ever look in that room when we went past it. And um, I had boyfriends who would be made to stay in the spare room and they would, one of them said, it's so weird that you came and sat and watched me sleep. That's really weird. And, <gasps> I obviously, and then in the same room, a different boyfriend said, 
they woke up in the night the bed was shaking and then my parents redecorated that room and it was totally fine like overnight my sister and I were fine about it um and I remember once my mum is super no nonsense she makes me look really flimsy and like wishy-washy and I remember saying to her when we'd been living there because we lived there for over 30 years no about 30 years and I remember saying to her when I was in my teens do you hear do you hear like whispering at night and she was like yes yes darling but they're not talking about you <laughs> I was like oh I was expecting for you to tell me to shut up but she was like no always heard them uh since she moved since we moved in so we moved in when I was two and in it because it was not so cross you had an open uh landing so you went up the stairs and you could go around to each of the rooms but it was like around a square landing and it was a full height hallway yeah, that's like so, it was, so it was like um people were and she described it really well she was like it's like people are in the hallway and they've been to dinner and they're just about to leave and they're talking but they don't want to wake you up and so they're talking really quietly and you could just and it just stopped one day it was really weird um literally gone icy cold yeah and that's why i sent you the sage because <laughs> i was just like oh yeah oh did you send me sage have you sent me sage i sent you sage oh no i had any sage i told you to sage the house yeah but i bought sage i sent you sage <laughs> did you what did you buy a stick i bought a smudging stick yeah well i've sent you one but it should have arrived ages ago. Well, speak sounds to like you can't have too much sage. Um, oh, thank you. But yeah, that's very kind. Well, that's all right. Um, but and it's got a thing that you can say while you smudge. Oh, I've not done that. I oh yeah. Okay. Because um, um, Jenny um, on Team Tom was like, "Sage your house, Jenna." Yeah. And when Jenny tells you to sage your house, sage your house. <laughs> I mean, you need to, I mean, it's a good idea to sage the house anyway, but I'm also the same. So we've gone to look at houses where I've been like, nope. nope. Yeah, um, and my sister, my sister and I are the same. So my sister and I used to be able to, when we were younger, we used to be able to tell when people were going to die. We, not specific people, but we would get really like we'd get a feeling and then someone would die and then <laughs> and both of us when we'd go and stay somewhere sometimes we'd both be like oh no not that room no 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 we're not we can't so yeah so okay, let's change subject i thought we were telling ghost stories i'm, I'm scared i've got some bangers okay well, let's not do that in on this floor <laughs> i am on the floor does that feel okay? No? This, we're not now spoken about it. So come back. Fuck. Where's your sage? Waft it around. I've not even got a crucifix on. <laughs> I don't think that makes any difference. But anyway, you've got to be friends with them. My mum was just like, yep, they're not fast. They're not interested in me. I'm, I am friends, but I just keep going icy cold down my back. So, ten, so ten, 10 days from Christmas. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I would just, when I went into Tier 3, you laughed at me, Chippy. 
You laughed at me. Remember? I laughed at you because <laughs> you were like, but I went in at tier one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in tier three. Whereas we just, I just assumed, I just assume um, that London is just going to exist in tier three forever. So I was really surprised we got a glimmer of tier two, to be honest. There is no real difference really for me. I don't go to pubs and restaurants anyway. No, I'm going to the, I'm going to the pub tonight. For one last hula. Yeah. And it's been a hard year. You know, it's been really tough. Really tough. And you yeah. think about all that time you spent indoors with the kids at the start of the first lockdown. Remember that? Because you wanted to leave also, the park for people who didn't have gardens. That was hard. That was hard enough we were talking about this before we pressed record where you feel now that you're very isolated in a good way mm. where you live now <clears throat> and i grew up like that where we were kind of we had some houses next door but we were fa fairly isolated and i love it and i actually think as much as i love joe one of our most avid listeners uh he's in the house all the time and then the kids come home and then the kids are in the house all the time mm -hmm. and I genuinely lots of people go oh no I, I'm happy being on my own I'm genuinely very happy on my own and I've and I think that's it's a lot yeah. so like yesterday I went to drove down to Hampshire to, deli to deliver my mum the family Christmas presents so they could decontaminate in her shed for a bit and Joe was here on his own working and I was like, that just, that just, as the mum, I'm generalising, that just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Just being, um, and I was like, oh God, I don't, I mean, I occasionally get some, like an hour if he takes the kids out to the park. I might get an hour. Yeah. And, and it's, and that's something that really bothered me. And that's one of the major reasons why we moved. Because I needed everyone to have space and I needed to have a space and it's turned out to be a yeah. really spooky space. <laughs> when we were looking to buy this house um everyone says this house is like walking into a country house but it's very unopened plan like um downstairs is open plan but the rest of it hasn't been uh knocked through so i'm sitting in my office behind me is our sitting room everyone on the street has knocked through the wall in between Right. But I'm very much like, I want sections. Yeah. I want everyone to have their own. And it's not a very trendy place to be. And your house had the lovely circular flow. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it did mean practical. that you never have any mm. separation. So if you're all at school and at work and at everything all day, then having that circular flow is lovely. But if you're then in lockdown together for a billion years, mm. open plan becomes very... Not for long anymore. <laughs> no, unless, unless some people love being around people and they're fine with it. Joe's fine with it. So you have gone into tier three. I am still in the tier three doldrums. I can't. It, it doesn't, what, what? you're right. It doesn't make much of a difference. Uh, except I think the London economy is, I mean, I don't know. Well, this is what happened when we went into tier three. I was like, all of the restaurants and cafes in, in Kent, in Seven Oaks in Kent, are basically there now. And um, I don't think you really think about it until I think it feels like you're being singled out 
and when like Manchester were in tier, they've been in tier three Manchester for God knows how long. Um, it's because you're not in Manchester. It's like when you have morning sickness, it's hard to sympathize until you've been through it yourself. And obviously I don't, oh, I don't have a cafe or anything like that, but my mum and dad had fish and chip shops growing up. They would have been okay through this because takeaways would have been all right. But yeah, when, um, when they were entering their cafes in Kent that were closing and like, um, like I heard them interviewing people, cafes in London last night and like people had bought big bits of meat for the fridges and the freezers in, in restaurants, you know, that cost hundreds of pounds and they have to close at midnight tomorrow mm. like it, it's awful it's 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 awful and it's because it's not countrywide i i think it's it brings with it a real element of unfairness like if you had a cafe or something like that and you're just like well, why why us and also potential to bring about bitterness as well if you have a cafe in a tier three area and you're watching all of these people flout the rules or whatever and you're watching your business go down the pan must be awful yeah also i think from looking at the map uh the london borough map luckily for us at the moment where i live is low cases mm -hmm. east london is really high um so i kind of think that you so it's, that's exactly it the may same be better question. to do it borough by borough. Well, that's the same situation we were in. We're in the part of Kent we're in. It's really low. It's the other side of Kent that's really high. So when but we went I in, everyone was going, it should be borough by borough. And everyone was like, no. But I think generally, but it is a lot to do with the hospitals. So which hospital you would go to if you, if you were ill. And if those hospitals are under strain that puts you in a tier three mm. but i don't know what the kent hospitals are like but obviously in east london they wouldn't be coming to a west london hospital um so it seems and then do you know what i mean and then you'd have more of a ripple so that when that side of london had been in tier three for a bit and it started to get better Do you know what I mean? They could open and it wouldn't be sort of reliant on yeah. such a big area. It's just such a high population. It's so difficult anyway because people in London move about borough to borough all the time. So then you'd have yeah, to stop. Well, we, you'd have to stop. We don't. We, I don't, well, I'm speaking for myself. I, I don't think I've left this borough except to drive through it to go to Hampshire. Uh, I haven't left the borough. No, but quite, I would imagine quite a lot of people work in one borough or have a school in one borough. But you're borough. supposed to work, I mean, most people... in a borough boundary right? or something like that and you have to cross the boundary to get, you know. I think tier two though, tier two is work from home, where possible, unless you're well, a key worker. there's a lot of difference between tier two and tier three. No, it's hospitality. Yeah, it's just the hospitality bit, you know, it's rubbish, it's absolutely rubbish. So... I'm hoping, well, yeah, quite a lot of, um, quite a lot of the past of us have been able to, to, to sort of pivot and that what, what my local pub did was all of that to keep their suppliers in 
cut business is that they would buy from their suppliers and they would sell to us during lockdown right. so they became a shop but you'd buy like massive packs of pasta okay. um and that was quite clever but i do think it's i mean i don't know and everyone's like we'll just be in tier three forever this will go on forever but i'm like well they're already rolling out the vaccines they are and that's that's something festive and positive to um to hold on to i suppose i'm just having a look seeing what people are talking about on the podcast group and if, and everyone <laughs> lisa said how not to lose your shit when out christmas shopping and there are lots of stupid people forgetting there's a global pandemic <laughs> Isn't that like one of the things where it's like you're not in traffic, you are traffic? Yeah, it's like where was I the other day? Yes, I was the other day, and I was like, where? What are all these people doing? I was just driving to get the kit. Where do these people come from? I mean, to say no, there's no pandemic here. I'm going to Thomas. Thomas says you are one of the people complaining about the rest of the people, and I said, well, clearly, Thomas, the world should revolve around me, and I should be the only <laughs> one on the road. Do they know? Oh, who I am? Do you not know that by now? <laughs> um. Yeah, my friend, um, she's had it. She's had COVID, but she um, also uh, has a lung problem. So she is exempt from wearing a mask. Mm. And she get grief. Yeah. She said she was picking something up yesterday and this guy was saying, uh, an old man had said to the person behind him, could you stand a bit further back? And the guy said, no, fuck off. And the guy was like, just a bit further back. And he's like, no, you've got that fucking woman over there not wearing a mask. And she said, I'm actually exempt from wearing a mask. And he was like, I don't give a shit about you. And then she was like, it was really good because the man, it turned out the old man in front, you, my dad. So he looked over and went, hello, darling. And the guy just flounced off. But I was just like, oh, I completely get it. I completely get it. But as I always say, you can only be responsible for yourself. There's, uh, there is also someone who's asking about what to do if, if you don't if you don't feel safe or confident or whatever seeing your family at Christmas, but your family wants to see you. You can only be responsible for yourself. If you don't feel safe and comfortable comfortable seeing your family, then don't see your family, and they will have to suck it up and get over it. Yeah. And you can say, "I'm really sorry." You guys all see each other and have a lovely time, and I will feel like I've missed out. But that's fine. Boundaries. Boundaries. But I think this is the ultimate test of being true to yourself and also the ultimate test of the people around you having to respect your choice. Yeah, and I mean, every, I mean, and it's impossible to know. It's impossible to know. You know, I don't want to kill my mum. I really, and I, that is partly why I'm having such bad anxiety. I really don't want to give her COVID. We're trying really hard to minimise anything. Um, but you know you got it from your shopping uh do you know what i mean like i'm one of my things was to joe we're only going to get food delivered in we're not going to go out to a shop but obviously that doesn't mean you're definitely not going to get it mm. um so using the chance so yeah um so we're really panicked so we're not really panicked but what i have said to my mum is she i think she's due to come on the 23rd or whenever we we're allowed to Move. Um, move. Yeah. And I was like, look, if, if you feel like absolutely not on the day, then no one's going to mind. No one's going to be let down. And I think 
you cannot be responsible for other people saying that to you as nice as it would be but you can be that person that says very nicely i'm so sorry it's just it's not going to happen this year we'll do a zoom chat we'll call you blah 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 and like i said to my mum i no one's going to mind if you suddenly feel like you'd rather stay at home i'd rather have you for many more christmases than do anything risky so do you know what I mean? It's just how it is. Ultimately, it is just a day. Yeah, it is. It's, it's my favourite day and I love it. So we, I've, I've decided not to see my parents because I don't think my parents are as fit as your mum is. Also, you'd never see them on Christmas. No, but I mean in the five-day week. Oh, what, in general? So what I have taken the view that... And this is how I'm looking at it. And this isn't to scare anyone or to sway anybody at all in any way. But the way my brain has worked is, is if my mum and dad got sick, there is a higher chance that they would require treatment, Derek. Um, so I know that, and, and if they need to go to hospital, they will probably need to go to hospital at the same time that everyone else needs to go to hospital that's caught it in that window. Yeah, no, no. And, and, but also... So it would make my, more sense to me to spread it out, but then that would absolutely. be me breaking the law. If my, if my dad was still alive, it's very difficult. If my dad was still alive and not ill, then I think we probably still would be not seeing them. If my dad was alive and ill, we definitely wouldn't be because he didn't have a spleen by the end and therefore mm. no immune system. So he probably, I mean, if my dad would still be alive, I mean, he would have been, he probably would have, he would have been COVIDed by now, probably, I assume. Anyway, cheery thought. Um, but it's it's that thing of like, she is an individual household. It's it, which makes it harder. Yeah, of course. Everyone's everyone's and, individual circumstances have to be taken into account. Yeah, but it's just so difficult. It's just such a difficult thing. Anyway, my sister has literally just messaged me saying they're thinking of doing a COVID test on the 19th and then not leaving the house. Um, so that's a possibility. Yeah. So what's your positive of the week then, Chippy? My positive, oh God, I don't know. It's hard because uh, I had such a thumping great anxiety attack. Oh, it's that. kind of shadowed everything. But I have been... Um, Everyone might remember Hannah, who wrote to us quite early on in Life Laundry History about wanting to be a writer. Yes, I do. And she and I are going to be accountability buddies next year for um, goal achievement. Um, Good. And I've had a bit of a mental clarity about next year, about the fact that there's loads that I want to do that's going to involve slowing down and saying no to stuff, but also things like, I just want to be able to read in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And I could, everyone, well, not everyone, lots of us could just read in the afternoon if you didn't spend an hour scrolling on Instagram. So I'm going to just be better at managing my time. I'm going to try and just not ever drink. So I don't drink much. 
I'm thinking about going completely teetotal too. Yeah, it's really difficult. But for me, it's I'm really... all or nothing. I don't want. I don't want to be on teetotal because I would like to have the option of a sherry at Christmas. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. So, so that's I can't work out what I'd call myself. Teetotalish. <laughs> no, I don't think. But this is the thing. I think it's so difficult. I don't think you need to label it because I quite like a little ginger wine at Christmas, mm. and. I don't drink wine anyway. I really like champagne, but I think it just makes me anxious. So I think maybe, and and it, but it's it's, and I have a friend who is an ex-alcoholic who would say if you even think the prospect of giving up drinking, is, a problem, then you should give up drinking. She's quite strict about it, and I'm like it's just those odd nice times where it's nice, but then also I'm like. It is just pure poison for your body. Well, mine's more. Like, there's no. I'd rather spend now. I've got this house. I need to spend. I need every pound. <laughs> but 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 it's yeah. But the thing the thing is, there is no real upside to drinking. There is nothing quote, positive about it. I read a quote the other day, and it said, um, "I don't know where it was. It was I think it was a few weeks ago. Um, first, you take a drink, and then the drink takes you." And I was like, "Oh." oh. That's yeah. profound. So, so it, it's not good for your mental health. It's not good if you're using it to switch off. It's not good for your physical health. It's not good for your money. It's, do you know what I mean? And I just think, as much as I really miss, I really miss red wine, really miss a nice glass of red wine. I can't drink it. It literally makes me sick immediately. So... I'm a bit like, and and that's partly why I wanted to have an accountability buddy, is because um, she's she's not teetotal, but it's to keep reminding you of those things of like, I want to not have an anxiety attack that's so bad that it knocks out for four days in my life, because I I have goals that I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my positive. Um, I do feel like. I always say that September's my my fresh start. I always feel like September's my new year. Um, and I don't like new year itself, but I do feel a bit like, oh, okay, I can. Yeah, I think I think the one good thing about 2020 has been that, as I said, the beginning, every day that goes past is a day closer to this being over. And I think that 2021, hopefully, we will find solutions to this. And it has given us a chance to take stock and it has put us through the emotional ringer and it has had to make loads of us pivot and come up with new things. So that's my very convoluted positive of the week. What's yours? Milo. No. Um, oh. <laughs> um, mine is how proud I am of my third born, because Ben's my fourth born, my third born Edward, the dog. Oh. And how maturely he's handled the kitten coming into the house. Because he, he is, is a very, as I said at the beginning, he's a very good boy. He is. He's, he's a Jack Russell that it could have gone either way, but he has been so incredibly patient he's not gra- he's not 
even done that thing where they, they do that. They lift their lip. Yeah, he's not even done that at the cat. He's 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 been very slow in all his movements, and like even when the cat walks past him, the cat used to go. <sighs> whenever the cat walked past the dog, and the dog used to look at the cat, and go, you just walked past me. I have literally yeah. been laying. I here. would say, as head of the Eddie Fan Club, CEO, chair, secretary, treasurer okay. of the Eddie Fan Club, when you meet him in person, you are like he's a very good boy like when you meet loki in person you're like you're a bit of a dick <laughs> but eddie you're like you are a very good boy yeah so that's my positive of the week he's done his mum proud mm. yeah. also everyone can cuddle the kitten and now he's just yours yeah and he's just a big he's a small dog but now compared to the cat he's just a big lump they and are I, very so i always find that when you pick up cats and they're so fluid yeah and dogs are and then dogs are like yeah, well, and I got this chair from the local free cycle, free whatever it is, and it was lovely old. Can I just chair. let the laundrettes know? What did you discover this week that you never knew about before, Gemma? Well, okay. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. Now, I knew that Facebook selling sites existed, right? But I didn't know that Facebook had a consolidation of them all in the marketplace because the problem that I had was that I'd be leaving messages for people and it was getting lost in the sea of DMs that I get for work. But on Marketplace, they keep all the DMs separate. It's amazing. Anyway, I got this chair from Marketplace and it was brand new, went and picked it up and it was great. Eddie now sits on the chair bit where a human would put their bum and um, Milo sits on the back of the chair. Oh, you thought the pets a chair? <laughs> you my chair. <laughs> I've got to go and buy another chair. Yeah. You've got room for them though. Yeah, we are rattling around. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, oh, well, have we got a podcast before Christmas? Or is this our final one? Yeah. Okay, this is our penultimate. Next Tuesday, 18, 19, 20, 21, be 22nd. So we will see you all next. No, we won't see you. We will speak to you all next week. Um, I might, you know. I've had a mince pie by then. Might be feeling a slightly more thirsty. I haven't even got our tree yet. I've, I, my thing has been, will we be able to get a tree if we're in tier three? But I'm assuming that counts. Yeah, everything's open, Chippies. Oh, it's all the same. That's half the problem. That's Except why, for pubs. That's why the virus is not going away, because everything is just still the same, apart from the poor pubs and restaurants. Yeah. Kids, teenagers are still licking each other's faces behind bus stops and all that. Carry on. Can't Kinder keep date. the kids down. Kinder dates are still <laughs> happening. Apparently, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one of any of them. Never been on Tinder in my life. Right, I shall speak to you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.